Not so fast, my friend, on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. On Tuesday, or excuse me, on Wednesday afternoon, the first day of classes in College Station at Texas A&M University, head coach Jimbo Fisher called a press conference for two o'clock in the afternoon College Station time. Now, Pretty much every time Jimbo Fisher has had some sort of a quarterback competition going into a season, he has announced the starter, the winner of that quarterback job, right about 10 days ahead of that first week one game, the start of the season. So on Wednesday, August 24th, 10 days before the Aggies kick off their 2022 college football season against the Sam Houston Bearcats, in College Station, Jimbo Fisher calls a press conference. And I know I'm not alone in the fact that my assumption was Jimbo's going to announce the starting quarterback. I had articles ready to be written. I was ready to hold a podcast for the breaking news yesterday. And it turns out Jimbo called that press conference to say nothing got through his entire opening statement somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 30 seconds or a minute of conversation about, you know, fall camp has ended and these guys have shifted from being all about football to being, um, having to go to class and then do football afterwards. And how he was relieved that it worked out, that there was a scheduled day off for the football team today on the first day of camp and or on the first day of class and how other places he's been before the first day of class has come during a game week and they're trying to deal with all that prep and how he's happy with the way their camp went and how camp is you know essentially over at this point in time and got through his entire opening statement without a word about the quarterback position talked about wide receiver and the competitions there talked about cornerback and the competitions there didn't say a word about quarterback and then he gets his first question from the media at large and of course those guys that do a great job covering the beat there in college station do their job the right way and the very first question is hey jimbo do you know who your quarterback's gonna be they put it on a silver platter for him to answer the question right there but jimbo said no no, we don't know yet. We feel good about where it's going, but we're, that competition is still ongoing. we got three guys that are playing well. What? 
we're now, you know, it's it's Thursday as I record this, Thursday morning, nine days before AM kicks off its 2022 college football season. The first day of practice is today that he, as Jimbo said, they're shifting towards game plan for a good opponent with a lot of really high level transfers in who's, I think, lost one game in the last two years. And Jimbo's saying they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. First of all, I don't think there's any way that they don't really know who the quarterback's going to be. And Jimbo even sort of, you know, insinuated, we have a pretty good feeling about where it's going to go. But he's just not ready to announce it yet. And that he'll let us know when he decides. I don't know, guys. I don't know. We've gone through all of fall camp. These guys, Max Johnson and Haynes King, even rotation of the snaps. Both taking lots of first-team reps. Connor Wigman's looked really good. We don't know. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. They asked him, you know, what it would take, what the divide, what what was going to make the difference in the quarterback competition, and he used the word consistency. And I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, like, before you really get into game week by Monday, you're gonna have you're gonna have to have an idea. You're gonna have to know who your starting quarterback is by the time you really start your game prep on Monday, even though they'll get into it a little bit today. So how much you've had three weeks of 17 practices or something like that through camp? And there you don't have enough evidence or enough consistency to, to declare your starting quarterback now? I don't know. I don't know. Jimbo's got a couple of candidates that he feels good about. I guess he said he feels good about the way the competition has gone. Um, And I guess that's part of what's making it take a little while for him to make that decision is that he, he's got really good candidates. Speaking of really good candidates, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team whether it's the quarterback of the Texas A&M football team or somebody in your small business to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post for free on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. I know personally, I found several jobs over the course of my career through LinkedIn, and I can absolutely say beyond a shadow of a doubt that the ability to answer some screening questions before submitting the application, A, helps the business owner know that I am qualified for the job, but it also helps me as an applicant to know whether I'm qualified for the specific things that may not stand out in the job description, but if it's important enough for the job poster to include a specific screening question about it probably means something to that to that job poster 
And if I don't match that requirement, it can save my time and save that hiring manager or that, that business owner's time in making that hiring process by keeping people who are probably not qualified or don't match your top priorities out of the job pool and, and keep you from going in, going into interviews that don't lead anywhere. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may, of course, apply. As we go back to this quarterback conversation, I mean, it is felt, and maybe this is you know just my personal feeling, but it is felt to a lot of people, I believe, that Haynes King sort of had the lead in this conversation. And we've, in this competition, and we've had this conversation a lot over the course of the last few months as we lead up to the 2022 college football season. It really is the outside of maybe the the feud between Jimbo Fisher and uh, and Nick Saban and the NIL conversations that have gone on, it has been the topic around the 2022 Texas A&M football team. I mean, heck, we even talked about how the Texas A&M quarterback, whoever it wound up being, is the most important player in the college football playoff picture in the entire country this year. That's how big this decision is. And when you put it in that context, maybe it makes sense that Jimbo wants to delay this decision a little bit just to make sure he's got the right information and puts the right people in the right place. But Haynes King has led this competition, or it felt like he has led this competition from the jump. Even even though they rotated snaps in and out one for one with the first team, a lot of times you'll see guys line up in stretch lines or line up for drills sort of in the order of the perceived depth chart. So even on the defensive line, the first defensive tackle, DT1 or defensive end one, or you know at cornerback or something like that, or wide receiver, wide receiver one is going to take the first rep through the drill. Devon A-Chain is going to take the first rep through every running back drill because he's the first running back. He's the starter. He gets the priority. Haynes King has been the guy at the front of the stretchy lines and through the drills first pretty much every day. When you watch videos, even on, even on days when Max got his turn to work with the first-team offense in team, Haynes was the guy at the front of the stretching line and at the front of the drill line, even if he was going second once it got to team period. When it was in the indie period, individuals, the quarterbacks by themselves, Haynes is the guy in the front of the line. It has felt like he's been first in this competition the entire time. But Jimbo insists they've been splitting reps evenly. And based on the one day on, one day off schedule, that's pretty much how it's played out, at least in the practices that we've seen publicly. But apparently he hasn't had that much of a lead. I mean, this is his third year in Jimbo Fisher's offense. He's got the experience in the offense. Doesn't have a ton of on-field experience 
in college football, has never played an SEC football game. Maybe that's part of the problem. Um, but apparently there's some consistency problems or something, even though you listen to the guys who go to practice every day. Again, a and very lucky in that we've got several really good beat writers and beat reporters who go to these practices during camp and who talk to these players. And Haynes King has had a great camp. He's had a great season preseason so far. I wonder if, you know, we heard some reports coming out of the scrimmage this past weekend that the defense sort of ruled the day. There were some injuries up front to the offensive line, and that as a result, the uh, the quarterback struggled a little bit. There were some interceptions, things like that, and that the defense rolled the day. The defense sort of dominated that day after the offense had really run things in the first scrimmage. Maybe Jimbo felt like he was close and then sort of felt like he had to back off of his decision coming off of that scrimmage because he didn't feel like it was con- – he didn't feel like the consistency level was high enough. Maybe. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, as we get to, you know, the Max Johnson conversation, um, before we get there, thanks for making Locked on Aggies your first listen every day. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. It's a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview in your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast to check that out. Now we get to the Max Johnson side of this conversation. And if you're Max, maybe you're glad that Jimbo hasn't announced who his starting quarterback is going to be. Because if you're if you're Max Johnson, you probably feel like you've been playing from behind a little bit because you're coming in. It's your first year in the new offense at Texas A&M. It's your first year with your new teammates. It's your first year in all those situations. The one thing you really have going for you is that you're the guy who has the the on-field, in-game, regular season um, evidence, the product on tape to show that you're capable of playing in a way that doesn't create a ton of risk for your team. You're not going to turn the ball over a lot. Again, I've I've used this statistic a lot. 27 touchdowns, six interceptions over the course of the year. That's a very, very good ratio. Ideally, you'd like to see more touchdowns. You'd like to see more effective in the red zone. But a lot of that kind of stuff is subject to the team that's around you. And I think most people would argue that the team and the situation at LSU last year was less than ideal and less than conducive for quarterback success. But for Max, a guy who transfers in and is sort of playing from behind, sort of playing catch up for the entire spring and into the fall, for the quarterback decision to not be made quite yet might feel like a good thing for him. It might feel like he's still got a fighting chance. And and then there's, you know, then there's Connor Wigman who maybe this is just Jimbo Fisher trying to give Connor Wigman a chance to have a few more days of really good practices, but he has gotten almost no reps with the ones in regular practices. We hear that he's gotten a little bit of work with the ones in the scrimmages, but in terms of first team reps in practice, you know, taking snaps from Bryce Foster or Matt Wyckoff, who Jimbo Fisher, a little sidebar said that he was happy with both of those guys. They're both playing well and have both had a good spring. 
or a good fall after Bryce Foster missed the spring and most of the fall or the early part of the fall with a track and then an injury situation, illness situation early in the year, early in the, uh, the fall camp. But back to the quarterbacks, I mean, Connor Wigman's got almost no work with the ones, but maybe they're trying to just give him an opportunity to have a few more days. Maybe they're going to get him some work with the ones here over the course of these next couple of days. Now that, Fall camp is shut down. The media won't be out there. Maybe they've used some of the closed practices to get Wigman some practice with the ones with the idea that if he showed enough consistency, they could put him in the starting lineup going into the season and teams would be a little bit less prepared for it because everybody's thinking it's going to be either Max or Haynes. I mean, who knows at this point? I'm at a loss. I'm sure that we'll find out over the course of the next few days. Like I said, by Monday, they're really deep in in heavy preparation for for Sam Houston State. They've got to know who the starting quarterback is by then, or it's going to start to cause a problem, a distraction, because people are going to start getting asked about it more and more and more. And, and, and you know, who knows? We'll see over the next few days. Locked on Aggies will have a reaction as soon as the as soon as the news comes. Um, Pretty quickly after, we'll have a, a reaction to it and the analysis behind it. Um, but as of now, we're still waiting. You know, we assumed it could come at any point in fall camp, and then oh, it'll pre- come at the end of fall camp as they prepare to turn into uh, into game prep, and it'll come ten days before the start of the season. All of those landmarks have passed now. It's Jimbo's world, and we're all just living in it. Thanks for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can read all my writing about all things Texas A&M, including this quarterback situation, over at aggieswire.usatoday.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAggies. And please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice and check out our YouTube channel, Locked On Aggies, as well. Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe, and hit the little notification bell so you get notified when we post our reaction video when Jimbo Fisher announces the quarterback at some point, probably when I'm at dinner with my family or something so that I have to come rushing home and and post a podcast. But be sure to to rate and review us on the podcast platform that you listen to it on. And now that you've made Locked On Aggies your first listen of the day, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Every day, host Chris Gordy and the local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. That's Locked On SEC.